Welcome to Loving People to the Cross. I'm Pastor Tom Crandall. I'm so excited that you've joined us today. I hope and pray that this word from the Lord encourages you and uplifts you in your spirit. And I hope it draws you to walk closer with Him. Remember, after the podcast, stick around for one more message from me, your host, Pastor Tom Crandall. God bless you, my friend. To Deuteronomy chapter 6. Deuteronomy chapter 6. And in this chapter, we see that there is a command given. There's a command to, to teach here. And over the years, we have seen moms teach. We have seen moms reach. We've seen moms hurt. We've seen them cry. But over the years, we've seen them grow into a strength, a comfort, a, a glue that holds a family together, if you will. One of the toughest questions that I'm going to ask hits me right between the eyes every year for the past couple of years. How many of you here among me has already had their mom go home and be with Jesus? It's a hurt. It's a pain. There's an old country song that I relate to in so many ways and it's called I Drive Your Truck. But it's about two brothers. But I often listen to that song and I automatically hear one part of that song that makes me think about my mother and about my father. I do not feel them at a stone. I, I don't. I, I go to that cemetery and it's just... Uh, to me, there's nothing there. There's a shell. That's not where I know them at. Where I know my mother at is when I'm out in the yard and Carrie is working in the flower beds and she's pulling weeds. That reminds me of my mother because she would constantly say, if you're going to sit there and watch me, get down here and help pull weeds. And Carrie would say the same. But I don't do it. I did enough of that when I was a kid. My hands still hurt when I think about pulling weeds out of the flower bed. But there's times that I will walk in the house and Thanksgiving, it reminds me of my mom every year. My mom would cook a, a turkey or a chicken and some dressing and all the, the normal Thanksgiving meal foods that you can think of. But over to the side would be a crock pot with those little sausage cocktail weenies and barbecue sauce. Just for me. And Carrie does that to this day for me. And it reminds me of my mom every time I walk in and I smell that barbecue and those little little weenies and I think what I would give for one more phone call. What I would give for one more hug. And that's why these statistics hurt me so bad that I'm going to share with you this morning. It broke my heart as I began to read these and look them over. And it shattered my heart just a little bit. Because as simple as this, if only a mom is taking the kids to church, only 2%, only 2% of children will become lifelong churchgoers. While 37% will attend occasionally an excess of 60% of her children, listen to this, will end up leaving 
the church. <coughs> Proverbs tells us exactly what was just read. And I'm going to read it again. In Proverbs 22, 6, it says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. What you teach your kids now will stick with them forever. Remember that. What you teach these small kids now is, is embedded not only into their minds, but into their hearts. Do you know why? Because mama said, when I'm cooking, my daddy taught me how to cook. And he, he was a true-blooded Cajun. I'm talking about through and through. You couldn't understand half of what he said when he got mad. He'd get to talk to that lady right here. And I'd sit there and I'd make him even madder because he'd start in the dead and I'd go, what'd you say? And he'd have to repeat it all over again. And he'd finally say, boy, I ain't going to tell you no more. <laughs> but him and my mother would argue over how to make a roux. That was their common argument in the kitchen as how to make a roux. And, and, and I learned very quickly Daddy was very, very wrong. <laughs> and Mama was very, very right. It didn't matter. She taught me things. Some of those things were not good. She taught me anger, frustration, bitterness, hatefulness. Listen to me. I'm being honest with you this morning. I want you to hear this. My mother taught me all kinds of things and, and how to be a disembodied from people, how to, to, to be rude and angry. But when she met Jesus, she taught me one thing, one major thing that I carry with me to this day. Give it everything you got. Everything you have. Moms, I want you to hear what I'm just going to tell you. As you have these smaller children's grandmothers, listen to me. As you have these grandchildren, it is up to you to teach them. Dads, it is up to you to lead them and guide them as you're led and guided by the spirits. I will get to you next month, dads. Okay? Moms, it is up to you to teach them the true principles of the Word of God. How do you do that? Do you sit down and do you do you read the Word with them? Do you do you sit down and do you listen to them? Because a mom is the best listener. Amen? And sometimes she's the best teller because she will tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Amen? But I want you to understand what I'm just going to say and what I'm just going to read to you. In chapter 6 of Deuteronomy, this is a command to teach the law. Starting in verse 5, and it says this, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. We love that verse, and we often stop there. We, we read that verse, and we use it as an encouragement, and we stop. Amen? We can all agree to that. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and all thy might, and all thy soul. Man, that's an encouragement. We can move forward in that verse. But what it says next. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thy heart. 
And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thy house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. He says, and in, in accordance to this, Moses said, you got to teach your, your, your children the law so they can stay within it. I'm telling you this morning, this still echoes ever so true. You've got to teach them the way of God as they need to be brought up in it. How do you expect, moms, listen to me, how do you expect your children to know the one true king if you don't spend time with them? John MacArthur said something yesterday. I was, I was listening to him as I was doing some things around the house and it was raining and I was listening to him and he said, because you read your Bible and you do all these things does not mean that you know God. Because you, because you read your Bible does not mean that you have no God. You know God. That means you have knowledge of God. How do you become to know God? You spend time with Him. You go into that quiet place. You find that place of that time to where you can say, you know what? I've got to have Jesus. Remember the man that was laid at the gate called Beautiful. And Paul looks at him and says, I don't have no more silver nor gold to give thee, but I can give thee Jesus. Over the years, we have seen moms who take on the, the, the hat of being a single mother. They raise their children. Do you know that 96 percentile rate of incarcerations throughout the United States of America? That's a big rate right there. Are you ready for this? 96 percentile of incarcerated people throughout the penitentiaries in the United States of America grew up without a dad in the home. It's left up to the mom to, to teach these kids things. Kids, listen to me. Every last one of you hear this. Get with your mother. Spend time with her. Let her show you how to cook. Let her show you how to iron clothes. Let her show you how to sew on buttons. Let her show you the things that a, a, a person needs to know in everyday life. Moms, if you don't teach them the way they should stand, the world will. Again, dads wait until next month. <coughs> I've sat back, and I'm not saying it because she's my wife and, and because I love her ever so much. I mean this with every ounce of fiber in my body. I have sat back and I have watched that woman cry as she prayed over these kids at night. I've sat back and I've, I've watched her hurt as a mother. It was funny because Elijah's getting married that, that day and, and we're sitting there and Carrie's just got a big smile on her face. And Noah, I'm sitting over here. <laughs> and she just looks at me like, are you okay? I'm like, okay. I thought it was supposed to be the other way around. Moms, you are the strength of a home, whether a man wants to admit it or not. You are not only the strength, you're the glue, you're the every fiber that holds it together. And let me say this, moms, listen to me ever so careful when you hurt the kids know. Just as you knew when you was a child when your mother was hurting did you know that 97%, listen to this, 
97% of moms that take their children to church, dads, you ready for this? 35% of the dads will follow. Now you say, that's not a very big number. Yeah, that's a huge number. Take your kids to church. Raise them up in the way of the Lord. Have you ever noticed you go to grocery stores. How many of y'all ever been to the grocery store and you see that one mom, she's got all those kids with her. She's pushing the buggy. Put that back. Put that back. And she gets to that counter and she begins to check out. I don't know if y'all have ever seen this or not, but I have. Get behind a single mom at a gas station and she's pulling her change out of her little pocketbook to pay for that gas. I've seen it. I've sat and I've watched as, as people look at single mothers and go, I don't know how they do it. It's by the grace of God. That's how they do it. You want to know something really unique? A single mother who raises a child in church and loves them exactly the way the Word of God tells them to, 99% of those children fall more in love with Jesus than the normal person. That's a big number. That's a huge number. <clears throat> you know what else? To those mothers who, who are, are married and, and, and sitting here and and you're looking at your spouse, you are blessed beyond measure. But I'm going to say this, and this is the part where I get on the dads just a little bit. Husbands, dads, listen to me. If you're not leading your home by the example that Christ has set before you, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. I have failed at that very thing myself, but I'm going to tell you this. If we cannot raise these children in the ways of the Lord and we do not stand on them, something's wrong. Because in Proverbs chapter 6, verse 20, it says this, My son, keep thy father's commandment and forsake not the law of thy mother. Why would there be such an instruction there in Proverbs if it wasn't important? That is an instruction. Forsake not the, 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 the Father's commandments, not the law of thy mother. Forsake not none of those. Obey thy mother and thy father. There is a reason why. You ready for this? There is a reason why we see a, a unfolding, if you will, throughout scriptures. Do you remember the part where he says, Behold thy mother, child, behold thy mother, behold thy son. Because no child deserves to be separated from their mother. Did you know? And I'm breaking down some things here this morning, and I want you to realize that the encouragement is coming, I promise, okay? Y'all are like, man, I thought this was going to be encouraging. It's kind of kind of hard pill to swallow. Moms, this is where it gets. 
to the part where I want to encourage you a little bit because I know some of you are probably already doing this. Moms, read that word over your kids. I don't care if you've got to wait until they go to bed. You grab that Bible and you sit down in the floor of their room if you have to. Or you stand at the door of their room and you read this word over your children. Because you know what? The Holy Spirit does the best ministering when you're asleep. And I've got scripture to back that up. Read that word over them. You know what else? Ain't nothing like a praying mom. My mom, after she gave her life to Jesus, she told me, she looked me in the windows of my soul one afternoon, and she said, son, you're going to make a powerful preacher. And I laughed at her, and I care to tell you, I told her this. There ain't no way I'm going to be no preacher. You know how many times I'm going to pick that phone up while on the call and say, Mama, you was right? She knows. Oh, no doubt in my mind, brother. No doubt in my mind. You know, I, I sit down year after year and I think about the blessing of having a mother in my life. Whether it was good or whether it was ugly or whether it was, it was just bad at times. But at least I know that she met Jesus. That's the most exciting thing of it all because there's a promise there that says, you know what? One day, you'll meet again. There's that hope. But my mama would call me and say, son, I read this tonight in the Bible. You ain't gonna believe this. Have you ever heard of this? And we would talk about Scripture. Son, have you ever heard this? And she'll read it to Have you ever heard that? And she'll read it to Mamas, pray over those babies. Pray over those kids. Stand at the doorway of their room while they're asleep at night and you declare and you decree the word of God and the blood of Jesus over them. Daddies, and you better be standing right there with them when they do it. Because you are the force of your home. You're to be led and guided by the Spirit. Amen? Not led and guided by the flesh. But you pray over those kids, Mama. And guess what else? You stand firm over them with the instruction of the Lord. Everybody wants to, wants to talk about it, and, and I say this all the time, and I don't think we realize this. There's promises of God. Amen? And I, I told Carrie, I'll never, ever hear standing on the promises of God again the same way I heard it years ago. Never. It's got so much more beautiful meaning to me now. But I'm going to tell you this. You better follow the instruction too. There's instructions that come along with the Word of God that we have to follow. There's instructions with the promises. It's kind of like getting a new shelf you put up in your house and it says some assembly required is lies. There's a whole lot of assembly required. I sat down the other day with, with a couple of the state troopers and we was eating lunch and we got to talking and one of them said, I'm going and I'm going to put this playhouse together for my kids. And he said, man, one piece was out of line and I had to take the whole thing down and start all over again. Because I didn't follow the instruction. Do you know there's brokenness 
The cones will not follow the instructions. Mamas, listen to me. Some of you are broken this morning. Some of you are hurting. Some of you are thinking about things that have happened in life, life and you can't figure out what the next step is. It's following the instructions. It's a simplistic measure of the gospel. There's this verse that I cling to often. And as I was listening to my pastor, as I do every week on the way over this morning, he's, their church has a broadcast where they, they put the sermons every week up, and he touched on this a little bit. And I thought about this. As he was mentioning it, and I, I thought it was kind of ironic because it was kind of one of the points I wanted to make this morning. And I, I'm going to say, yes, I'm using a lot of scripture. But I want you to understand what I'm just going to say to you. Matthew chapter 7 and chapter 8. I mean, chapter 7 and verse 24 and 26 and 27. Through 29 kind of lays an outline. I'm not going to read it all. I'm going to encourage you to read that at home. But I'm going to outline this really quick. In verse 26 it says, The woman was a Greek, a Sephelosian, by the nation she besought him that would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. Listen to this. But Jesus said unto her, Let the children first be filled, for it is not me to take the children's bread and cast it under the dogs. Mama's feed your kids. And I ain't talking about that sandwich, do you? I'm talking about feeding the Word of God because He is the daily bread. He is the well of the living water. Teach them what it's like. See, a mama's a teacher. Did you know that? Mama can teach you things that daddy couldn't never teach you and make you comprehend. My daddy, he tried and time and time again, Josh, he'd try and try. He'd say, now boy, you got to do it like you right here. <coughs> and me being the kid that I was, what'd you say? Just because I knew it. Aggravated me. But he told me one time, he said, son, no matter what life throws at you, you push through you don't quit. Mamas, listen to me. Don't you quit. I know there's times when it hurts. I know there's times when it's hard. But don't you quit. Don't you give up. This is the encouragement. You ready? There's times where, where you're doing everything you know how to do. Don't you quit. There's times where you're standing there and you can't figure out the direction God is laying out in front of you. You keep walking. Don't you quit. You try to figure out how you're going to get the house clean, the meals cooked, and the clothes folded, and the kids to school, and the dog a bath. Don't you quit. There's times where you try to figure out how the light bill, the water bill, the cable bill, the phone bill, and, and the house insurance, the car notes, and all that's going to get paid. Don't you quit. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of your faith. Mamas, listen to me. Don't you sit back and let nobody tell you that you're worthless and incapable un of doing anything because let me tell you this. For nine months you were carrying that child. For how many ever hours you were in intensive pain delivering that child. Mamas, don't you quit. You endure. 
Every morning when you get up, you know that you are created in the image of God. You're a beautiful creation. Mama, stand up. Every last mama in this place, stand up. I'm getting ready to close in just a moment. I want every last one of you to look at me when I say this, and I mean this with my whole heart. Don't you quit. I know it's discouraging at times, and I know there's times that, and you've endured pain that nobody else could imagine. Don't you quit. You have fought a fight that nobody else could understand. Don't you quit. You're doing the best you can do with what God has given you. Don't you quit. It is a woman the mama, the one that says, you know what, I'm going to carry you and I'm going to hold you, I'm going to nurture you and you are my child. Don't you quit. Mamas, listen to me one last thing. And I want to encourage you with this. Can't nobody in this room take the beauty that you've put on this earth. Y'all will all stand with me. Hey, it's Pastor Tom. I hope and pray this message touched your heart. And maybe even today you're asking yourself, do I know Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior? You know, oftentimes in life we find ourselves in the mix of life. And life is hard. It's difficult. But if you've never trusted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and today you say, you know what, I want to do that. I want to accept Jesus. I want to know Him on a more intimate level. If that's you, my friend, today I want to pray with you. Simply just pray this. Father God, I know I'm a sinner. I ask you to send Jesus to come and dwell in my heart and to be the Lord of my life. I know that I'm in need of a Savior, and without Him I would be nothing. Amen. My friend, today, if you prayed that prayer, I want to hear from you. You can email me at pastortomcrandall at gmail.com. I want to hear from you. I want to send you a Bible. I want to send you some, some information on how to continue to walk with Christ. I love you, my friend. All the angels in heaven are rejoicing with you. God bless you.